clarity, connection, authenticity. I'm Alexa Ray, former mental health clinician turned life coach. I quit my full-time career because I was sick of working in a healthcare system where people were not getting the help they needed to actually shift and there were so many gaps present. I am shaking up the mental health game to help women reconnect to their authentic selves and rewrite their story from who they think they should be to who they want to be. In Authentically You, we'll be talking about all things that limit us from connecting to our authentic self. Trauma, self-worth, self-esteem, relationships, communication, addiction, self-compassion, body image, disordered eating, anxiety, challenging beliefs, all of these things. Bottom line is, I want this to help you feel seen, to help you feel safe, heard, and validated. Hey everyone, it's Alexa Ray here. Today we're going to be chatting about shadow work, something I'm really, really excited about. Now, some of my clients use shadow work and I use it with them because I find it extremely powerful in regards to connecting us or reconnecting us with our most authentic version of ourselves. Now, the shadow is a psychological term for everything we can't see in ourselves. So everything that we're unconscious to or that we deny to see in ourselves. Because the thing is, most of ourselves, including myself, most of us will go to great lengths to protect our self-image from anything that we perceive as unflattering or unfamiliar or uncomfortable, right? And it's so easy to observe another person's shadow before acknowledging our own shadow. So example would be like in my intimate relationship with my husband, I can acknowledge his shadows before I can even see my shadows start to show up. Now, exploring your shadow can lead to greater authenticity, bottom line, which is what is so freaking cool about it and what I love about it because, you know, I'm all about being authentic and showing up more authentic more and more every, every day in my life. Um, it will lead to greater authenticity, creativity, energy, and personal awakening too. like the amount of healing and experience in life you can get from it, acknowledging and working on your shadow is just profound. Now, this introspective process is essential for reaching mature adulthood in regards to like these hierarchy of needs that we've talked, I'm sure you've heard about the Maslow's hierarchy of needs where we have basic needs, and then we can go all the way up the hierarchy to self-masteries, self-masters. I can't even say the word right now. Self-mastery, that's the word. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway, so reaching mature adulthood, which is rarer than most people think, like it's really hard to get that to that tier of the hierarchy, but that is how shadow work can help you get to that area of your life. So let's inspect what the, the shadow is and how it comes into being, right? The shadow is this dark side. Like I think sometimes I think of, I don't know, like a movie where it's like the dark side you're going into, uh, this dark side of our personality because it's consistent chiefly with like primal, um, negative human emotions, impulses like rage, jealousy, envy, selfishness, desire, striving for power, right? All of these things that we see as dark sides of anyone's personality. And we deny in ourselves, you know, whatever we perceive as inferior, evil, or unacceptable. And this is all the things that come, they become part of our shadow initially, right? Whatever we think is not acceptable in this world and this society gets put into that closet with the rest of our dark side. Um, and so anything incapable, incompatible with our chosen conscious attitude about ourselves regulates this dark side within us. The personal shadow is also known as like this disowned self, like this part of ourselves that we've disowned. We do not want to acknowledge that's there. We don't want to be conscious to it. We don't want to live with that part of ourselves. 
because really it represents this part of us that we no longer claim to be our own. Like it's not part of us. Nope. That's not me. Nope. I don't, I don't do that. That's not who I am. And we, we really start to deny this part that is genuinely a part of us as human beings. And so it's, you know, it can also include like inherited, like positive qualities. We can dismiss positive qualities about ourselves too. But right now we're talking about like specifically these dark shadow, negative aspects of our personality. Now these unexamined or these disowned parts of our personality don't really go anywhere as I'm sure anyone could tell you, even though as much as you deny them in, in our attempt to cast them out or separate ourselves from them, we cannot get rid of our shadows or these qualities that we deem that are unattractable and you know, just not part of who we are as human beings. So obviously that means that we repress, repress them. Any, just like anything we want to repress, right? Bad memories, things like that. We try and repress them. Um, and so that they become part of our unconscious. And I'm sure you've maybe heard of the concept around if there's things in our unconscious, we still play those things out in our lives, regardless if we want to or not. So we can think of our unconscious as anything that we're not conscious of in our lives. Now we can eliminate the shadow, like I've said, right? So if it stays with us in this dark, like sibling of ours, that's what I think about. It's like, this is my, my dark sister, right? This is the dark part of me that I don't really want to talk about. Um, and trouble arises when we fail to see it, when we fail to acknowledge this, this shadow of ours, trouble, trouble can arise within us and we can start to continue to um, play out negative behaviors or patterns in our lives that are getting us into situations and relationships that we don't really like. And then we could start to externalize or project those things onto other people instead of internalizing and looking at what is bringing me to this situation. So it's always standing right behind us, right? This shadow, if we do not acknowledge it and work through it and process it, it's always going to be standing right behind us. So that is why I'm here talking about shadow work, obviously. The shadow is not a popular topic. Like I said, who wants to enjoy talking about their flaws, weaknesses, selfishness, nastiness, hate, and so on, right? Who wants to acknowledge those things? Nobody, because we all have this perception that human beings should be perfect, that we should be pleasing other people, that we should be happy and have it all together all the time. So why would we want to acknowledge these other parts of ourselves? But focusing our strengths, you know, sorry, focusing our strengths is more enjoyable and life affirming. But exploring our shadow side, however, gives us this tremendous opportunities for growth and personal development. Like I talked about, like reaching for that sense of self-mastery, reaching for this new level of authenticity in our lives. And that's what's so powerful about shadow work. Now, Carl Jung, he is one who created shadow work, and he talks about these five benefits that can result from doing shadow work. So the first thing that he talks about is improved relationships. So as you integrate your shadow side and come to terms with this dark side of yourself, you can see yourself more clearly, more authentically, and feel connected to yourself. So in regards to that, you would become more grounded, more human, more whole. Now you can think about that in an aspect of like how that would actually improve relationships that itself. If you know yourself more clearly, obviously your relationships will be more authentic as well. So when you can accept your darker parts, it's easier to accept the shadows in other people. So if I see in myself, oh, I really get 
I really get envious in this situation, but really I'm just noticing that in my partner. Now, if I notice that myself, I can really maybe support my partner differently in those aspects of, of their lives as well. So as a result, we, you know, other people's behaviors won't trigger us. So if I see my partner becoming envious when really that's a part of my shadow, I don't become as activated when I see that situation playing out. And I'll, you'll have an easier time communicating with other people as well. So of course, communication is the basis of any successful relationship. You may notice an improvement in your relationships with your spouse, partner, family members, friends, business associates, associates, and so on, so on. So it just is phenomenal for any improving any relationship. The second aspect he talks about in regards to benefits is having a clear perception in life. So in seeing others and our, in ourselves as you are, you have a cleaner lens with which to view the world. Think about that, right? If you accept all aspects of yourself, you have a clearer perception of what's going on around you. So as you integrate your, your shadow self or your dark side, you're, you're approaching your authentic self, your real authentic self, which gives you a more realistic assessment of who you are as a human being. You won't have to perceive yourself as being you know, too big or too inflated or, or really deflated or too small. And when you're self-aware, you can assess the environment around you more accurately as well. So you can see other people and evaluate situations more clearly, have more emotional intelligence, more compassion for other people and understanding and, and, and things like that. So the, the endless, the clear perceptions are endless in this possibility of doing shadow work. The third aspect in benefits is enhanced energy and physical health. So if you can think about how denying this dark side of yourself can impact your physical health. It's like dragging around this emotional bag of stuff behind us that is always draining us, right? Like you're always carrying this invisible bag of baggage. It's exhausting work to continually repress and suppress all the parts of ourselves that we don't just want to face in our adulthood, even though they're part of us. So this can lead to fatigue and lethargy, can plague this unexamined life, right? If we're not focusing on it, then mental suppression takes a lot of work. You know, I always say when I used to work in mental health, it's like people who have, have mental illnesses and live with mental illnesses and don't heal from them, you can really see like physical aging in them more than in a person who is not experiencing mental illness. So you can see how it could lead to physical pain and disease. Now, there was a doctor, Dr. John Sarno. He has healed thousands of people with chronic back pain by helping them acknowledge that repressed anger and rage of their unconscious. So it's pretty cool. So now, now with Carl Jung's shadow work, you liberate this ever tremendous reservoir of energy that you are unconsciously investing in to protect yourself. So you, this can improve your physical, mental, and emotional health, right? If you think about it, shadow work can really bring you this inner strength and a greater sense of balance, making you more equipped to take on life's challenges. So that's what's really cool. The fourth aspect of benefits I want to talk about is the psychological integration and maturity or that hierarchy of self-mastery that we're talking about. So as long as we are denying our shadows or oppressing certain parts of ourselves, this sense of wholeness and unity can be elusive. Sorry, elusive. Now, how can we feel a sense of wholeness and balance with a divided mind, right? It's not possible. So when we integrate that shadow, that dark side of ourselves, it can bring us one step closer to realizing this sense of wholeness as a human being, and then we can really start to experience our authentic self. Then the last aspect that has been found for Carl Jung's shadow work is greater creativity. Now I have a lot of clients who come to me and they'll say like, I, I used to be creative or I really wanna be creative or I don't know how to be creative. I don't know what that means to me. And so when you can acknowledge this aspect of yourself in regards to shadow work, one of these is one of the greatest aspects of that and greatest benefits is that it unlocks more of your creative potential, whatever that means for you. It means something different for everybody. 
But as you can say, you know, creativity is this spontaneous occurrence in your mental, mentally healthy, integrated individual. So if you have creativity and you have the ability to think out of that black and white box, you're achieving a, another level of mastery in yourself. So overall, those are the benefits. But overall, I think Shadowheart gives us this deeper level of spiritual healing. And it takes us from this place of just doing to do things and brings us to this place where we can authentically exist as ourselves. Now, the most terrifying thing for people and human beings is not death or like public speaking, right? It's actually facing ourselves, which is why people are very resistive to shadow work or they don't really understand the aspects of it or the benefits of it. Because most of the time we're spending our life running, distancing ourselves from our shadow or our unconscious self because the pain we, we know is there, we're too afraid to actually exist with that pain or exist alongside that pain. But when we don't witness our shadow, we project these parts of ourselves and these shadow parts of ourselves onto other people around us, right? In our relationships. And they're gonna to continue to show up in our relationships until we actually process our shadow sides ourselves. So when we witness our shadow with curiosity, we can begin to integrate these denied parts of ourselves and then internally find peace and attract different things in relationships and heal relationships with ourselves and our other people around us. So this ultimately will lead to you having self-acceptance and then seeking and finding self-love for yourself. Now, the truth is that us as humans have endless parts within us. So jealousy, you know, greed, lust, narcissism, anger, selfishness, it's, it's all part of us, but also there are parts of us that have endless love, capability of joy and kindness and awe, right? None of this means anything beyond the moral judgments that we've been programmed to believe are true. So think about that. Now, we can breathe through, if we can breathe through the discomfort of diving into our shadows, then we, you can use these projections and our judgments and our triggers as wise teachers for ourselves. So think about that. If we could really dive into these dark sides of ourselves that we see as these negative, horrible things and come with them from a place of curiosity without judgment and sit with the discomfort of those feelings and aspects, then we can learn to use them as tools. Hey, this is why I'm showing up in my life this way. This is why I'm showing up in this relationship like this, because this is part of me. And the more you're able to do that, the more you're able to have self-acceptance and understand this is me as a whole human being, not just half of who I am. So rather than externalize and place blame, we can say to both the good and the bad aspects of ourselves that that's me. Cool. This is me. I got shadows. I got light. I got everything. Um, now I want, do want to say that there's one word I want to say that when you start doing shadow work, your ego is going to show up and go, what the heck are you trying to do to me? I've been telling you this story for years and now you're trying to erase my story. So your ego is going to try and put up a fight. So be very conscious about that when you're doing shadow work. Okay, so I'm going to talk to you, I'm going to give you some journal prompts for trying to start beginner shadow work. So first thing before you do any of the journal prompts is you have to center yourself, right? Find yourself in a calm, clear, neutral environment and sense of self so that you can come from it, sorry, come to it with a sense of curiosity and not judgment. So the basically shadow work is the practice of understanding these parts of ourself as we've talked about. So here are some journal prompts that you might want to try. So first, what behavior do I judge myself most for? So what behavior do you judge yourself most for? Think about that and really reflect. And if you can't think about this one, think about what behavior do I judge my most close friends or partner for most, right? Think about that. What is one trait I love about myself 
and I'm now conscious enough to celebrate it. So what do I love about myself and how do I consciously celebrate that? When I am defensive, shut down, reactive, or when I'm engaging with other people, what am I believing or what is the story I'm telling about myself that I believe about myself? Think about other people that you admire most. So what traits about the people that you admire most or the people that inspire you? What traits do they have that makes you admire them? Think about that. What trait am I most critical critical about with my partner, my fam, my friends, or my family? Think about that. And then the last two things are the fill in the blank. So, and they're based on relationships. In relationships, I feel I always find myself playing the role of fill in the blank. Maybe that's mother, maybe that's child, whatever that, how that shows up for you. And then the last fill in the blank is in relationships, I feel I always attract people who fill in the blank. Maybe that's who are codependent, who are helpless, who are narcissistic, right? Think about those aspects and fill in those blanks. Now, um, if these, if the answer to these questions are not coming up right away, that's completely normal. That's okay. Just keep asking them, keep revisiting them, journal them because the answers will come. So if you're curious and you're willing, they're going to be able to reveal powerful feedback about your conditioning, your core beliefs, your childhood family dynamics, specifically those last two relationship fill in the blanks, those will show you your childhood family dynamics and the traits that are willing are waiting to be witnessed with love. And so that is my discussion on shadow work today. If you have any more questions about shadow work, please feel free to reach out to me or respond to this video or podcast and uh, let's chat because there's some true healing that can happen with shadow work. Have a lovely day.